I want to be your real estate resource. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Your Real Estate Resource, a show dedicated entirely to the subject of real estate. I'm your host, Steve Rovithis with Rovithis Realty, and today we are fortunate enough to have with us Lynn Bovin from ARS Restoration Specialist. She is a sales and business development manager. Lynn started with ARS in February of 2010 as a business development manager out of their Springfield office, and she works with many verticals, including hospitals, hotels, municipalities, insurance agents, adjusters, property management companies, etc. Because of her time at ARS, she has clients and contacts across New England, uh, and ARS feels it's very important to give back, so she personally hosts two events each year as a thank you to their clients. Um, she is on the membership committee at the Western Mass Home Builders and a member of CTAA, that's the Connecticut Apartment Association. So impressive resume, Lynn, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you for having me. Well, why don't you just give us a little bit of a history uh, of ARS? Sure, so ARS was started um, in Newton, Massachusetts about uh, 30, a little over 33 years ago, uh, the owner, uh, Rich Pilch started it in uh, his driveway in a bulkhead, uh, shampooing carpets, and he and his brother did this for a few years, and then the need got greater for um, carpentry work, sheetrock, um, you know, flooring. So they decided to try that, and fast forward 33 years later, we are an emergency restoration company as well as a uh, we do the reconstruction as well. Awesome. Yeah. And just a little bit more specifically about your job at ARS. So I am a business development manager. So I work um, with presidents, vice presidents, decision makers for many different verticals. Um, again, hospitals, hotels, municipalities, colleges. Um, and my job is actually to uh, get one of those verticals or all of those verticals to use our company should a disaster occur. And let's talk about what a claim or a loss sure. really is in, in your industry. So a claim or a loss, um, they're actually uh, one of the same. Um, they, it could be a fire. It could be um, an ice dam. It could be a water loss, a pipe that's broken. It could be a sewage backup. Uh, anything that the insured or the homeowner or property owner cannot handle themselves, uh, that would be considered a loss or a claim that they call into their agent, their carrier, uh, or us, an emergency restoration company. And biggest misconception would you say about your, your industry or that you guys come across? Sure, um, that they can handle it them, themselves. Yeah? Yeah. So a lot of times you're getting these calls in and they've already tried to handle it themselves or? That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Um, water losses, you know, after 36 hours and you're not dealing with it properly, that's when mold starts to occur. So uh, if, um, if it's a loss that you think you can handle, still make that phone call. Yeah. Yeah. How about just some of the kind of the biggest things that you see, like, man, if they had just done this or that and called us sooner or? Um, sure. So, um a fire loss, for instance, um, people think that uh, although there was no water damage, let's say, uh, it was just a little fire, they put it out themselves. Believe it or not, there's a lot of soot. And uh, maybe with um, the human eye, you really can't see it. But as you know, smoke rises and it can go everywhere, including into the textiles, um, the rugs, the, the carpets, the curtains. Um, so we see a lot of that. And then you know, the next day, even though the windows are open or they, they try to air out the home or the property, they're realizing that the smell 
and the odor is still there. So it has to be addressed properly. Yeah, it's, it's funny, um, and I don't know that you know this, but my first job out of college was as an insurance adjuster. Oh, okay. So I was dealing with ARS back in the day and with Rich, and um, I remember we would get these puffback claims. Exactly. Right? So when the when the furnace malfunctions, so it's different than a fire, but the furnace malfunctions, mm-hmm. and you get this soot all over the house, and you know we'd be getting the bill for the dry cleaning of the people's clothes, you know, mm. something that you wouldn't even think of. Forget about wiping down the walls, but we'd be getting a dry cleaning bill for Absolutely. thousands of dollars. On And it's now it's thousands and thousands of dollars, but it's, it is, it's everything. It's the clothing, again, the rugs, the curtains, um, just even small pieces of furniture. Yeah. Yeah. It can get crazy. That is for sure. So how it do you can. guys prepare for a disaster? So, you know, my, my thing is this, um, you know, if you have a family, um, I think we all try to tell our children that you should all have a disaster plan. Um, you know, so if you have kids, you have a meeting spot outside the home, that kind of thing. Um, the sad part is most homeowners as well as uh, property owners do not have a disaster plan in place. So we encourage that. Um, every time I visit with somebody, I will ask if they have one in place. Sometimes they say yes, um, but most of the time they do not. I think they wait uh, for the disaster to occur, and then they're kind of scrambling, wondering what to do. So our job is to educate um, anyone and everyone that you should have a plan in place, whether it be if it's a commercial property, um, you know, that might have elevators. Do you have your elevator um, phone number on hand. Uh, if the property manager is not on site, uh, who's the next uh, person to call? Um, obviously, we want everybody to be safe. You want to call 911. Um, but again, you have to have some sort of plan in place from start to finish. Are there kind of some basic steps just for that homeowner that we could give for advice of, hey, you should have these four things in place as, as far as your disaster Uh, preparation plan yeah so um, certainly um, most people deal with their insurance agent directly Uh, others are the carrier Um, every year when your insurance renews um, I am a firm believer that you should talk to your agent or your carrier and make sure that you are covered um, for any kind of disaster so go over your insurance policy every year before you renew it Uh, second of all um, the homeowner and again if it's residential um, the homeowner should know exactly where their shutoff valves are. Uh, a lot of people, when there's a, a water leak, a, p- a pipe break, um, we all kind of rush down into the basement, but unfortunately, many do not know where that shutoff valve is, and that's that's pretty huge. Yeah. Um, I know we've been in a lot of situations where you might have a shutoff valve, but it may not work. <laughs> so people should probably check their shutoff valves. Absolutely. You know, especially if you've got one of those old you know, turn style, you know, you really want to have one of those quarter turn And I valves. do, I yeah. do, yeah. Um, and we also encourage, um, for those shutoff valves, um, you know, if you could get some uh, neon colored paper or hard stock uh, paper and just kind of tag the shutoff valve because maybe mom and dad are away, but your teenager is home and they need to know where it is. So that will kind of uh, pop out. Gotcha. Um, how about cat? That is a term that gets thrown around in your industry a lot. What is CAT? CAT stands for uh, catastrophic. So any kind of, uh, it, it, short for CAT, um, and that's what we call it. So any kind of catastrophic event, um, for instance, the tornado in 2011, uh, that is considered a catastrophic event. And um, 
it's kind of funny because in 2011, um, we started off with severe ice dams, and then it went to the tornado, and then we had the hurricane, and then we had the microburst, and then it was followed up with the October snowstorm. That whole year was a cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I remember in the adjuster world, like that's when like all these adjusters are getting flown in to try and go and see all these people and try and get the estimates and then Absolutely. work with the insurance companies. And so, you know, it's good uh, practice to just have that relationship with somebody in your marketplace to do the restoration. So if something does happen, you know, you've got somebody to call for sure. Absolutely. And it's unfortunate, but uh, uh, cats and disasters happen every day. Yes. Yeah. Um, so are you guys more of a residential company, more of a commercial? You handle both. How do you? It's a great question. Um, it's actually both. Okay. So we take care of mom and pops and we take care of uh, commercial uh, as well. Uh, no job is too small and um, no job is too big for us. Um, We're actually the ninth largest emergency restoration company in the United States. Okay. So when you say no job is too small, what, what is something small that somebody might actually call ARS for? Sure. So they might have a, um, a little sewage backup that backed up into their tub, let's say. Um, I actually just had one a few weeks ago. And um, obviously, it needs to be handled and taken care of properly. It's considered Cat 3, which, again, is sewage, black water. Um, so, you know, bleaching and sanitizing is, is not what it's all about. There's, there's more steps that go to it. But something like that on the low end is probably twelve or $1,300. It was contained to the bathtub. Uh, but again, that's on the low end. On the high end, um, we go well over a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So that's total fire loss type of stuff. and Yeah, fire, yeah. floods, um, mold, sewage, biotrauma cleanup. Uh, that's actually uh, quite, quite large in our industry. Um, biotrauma is um, any kind of um, vomit, feces, blood, urine, uh, anything like that. Um, I assume you guys are going to have to be a 24-7 type of company. How does your system work if it's 2 o'clock in the morning and I got an issue? Sure. So we are 24-7, uh, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Um, we, If somebody has a call at 2 o'clock in the morning, they're actually going to get a live person. We do not have voicemails. Uh, obviously, we do on our cell phones, but um, you can make that call 24-7. You're going to get a live person. And because we're located and we cover all of New England, we have seven locations, um, we do have a call center in our main office in Newton, Mass. And what happens is um, perhaps you might call us and you're out here in Western Mass. So you will actually be dispatched to one of our three uh, gentlemen. Uh, our top gentleman, um, Ryan Pratt, is a retired fire chief. And he will direct the call or reroute the call, keep you on the phone, and put you through to somebody here in our area in Western Mass, and you'll talk to a project manager. So you'll always have a live person to talk to. And then are you guys literally sometimes at 2 o'clock in the morning sending people out to, to handle? Or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so we always have, uh, we, again, seven locations. We have an on-call team that is ready to be mobilized um, after hours. Um, how about independently owned or franchise? You know, you've got all these locations. How does that part of your business work? So we are independently owned. Um, so the difference between independent and franchise is if you're a franchise, you have royalties that you have to pay to your um, yep. franchise. Um, a lot of times um, the, the franchises are smaller uh, than perhaps ARS. So 
um, and they have territories that they cannot go over. So if their location is just Western Mass, they cannot step foot into Enfield or Auburn. Um, So independently owned, we don't have those royalties. Um, Therefore, no restrictions. We have no restrictions whatsoever. So, you know, I cover all of New England. I'm out here in Western Mass, but if I needed to, I could go to our Cape office or New Hampshire office. Beautiful. Well, this is a perfect segue into our break. Um, A lot of information. If people have additional questions or they need your services, what's the best way to get in touch with you guys? Sure. So they can call. um, Our phone number is 877-461-1111. Um, again, 877-461-1111, or they can use our website, www.arsservee.com. Awesome, Lynn. Thanks so much, guys. As always, if you have any real estate-related questions, please feel free to reach out to us, 413-998-7466, 413-998-7466, and we'll be right back with Lynn from ARS. Hi from North Point Mortgage, your local mortgage lender. We cater to first-time home buyers offering a full range of loan programs, including USDA, VA, FHA, and mass housing. With state-of-the-art technology, we streamline the mortgage process for you. North Point has offices throughout New England, including West Springfield, Rocky Hill, and Sturbridge. Please contact Melissa Ostrander at 413-977-8155 or at mortgageswithmelissa.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Melissa Ostrander, MLS number 1396546, North Point, MLS 1515. Are you thinking about selling a piece of real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we would love to talk to you about how we can position your property to get top dollar. Our team of experts can help you make the appropriate repairs, stage the property, and make the property stand out online with professional photography and videography. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our listing specialists. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homeowners, 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. Let us help you sell and get top dollar while the market's still hot. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we want to be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about purchasing real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we love educating people about the home buying process. We want to be your real estate resource, from helping you find the properties to aligning you with the best local lenders, inspectors, and attorneys to facilitate your transaction. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our buyer specialists. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Resource. Today we are with Lynn from ARS. Let's get right back at it, Lynn. Great. Um, let's actually talk about the equipment that you guys are, are bringing on site for these jobs because I know there's a lot of equipment involved. Let's talk about so, what some of those pieces look like, what do they do, etc. Sure. So um, we have uh, dehues. We call them dehu, dehumidifiers, air blowers, uh, air scrubbers. Uh, air scrubber is quite a large piece of equipment and it is used in fires to eliminate and get rid of the smoke odor. Okay. The obviously the fans and the uh, the dehus are used for drying. Okay. Yeah. Any other big equipment, specialty equipment that you guys might bring to a job or You know, there is um unfortunately I am not that person to um 
You're not hauling the equipment out I there, Lynn? I am not. I am not. Yeah, well, you guys have got technical staff to, to handle that. I know I, I've been to some of these job sites as an adjuster. There's just stuff everywhere. And I'm like, what is that machine doing? What is this one? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff. The great news is all of our pieces of equipment are um, scanned. So anytime we're on site, uh, again, whether it be residential or commercial, um, it has to be scanned before it's placed, and then it's scanned again when it's picked up so we can keep track of all of that inventory. Exactly how long it's been there. and Exactly. Yeah. And we have 6,000 pieces of equipment to keep track of. <laughs> That's a lot of equipment. It is. Um, so besides emergency services, what else um, can ARS offer? So we are considered a one-stop shop. So obviously emergency services as well as the reconstruction. So we have 13 licensed builders on staff to bring your home or property back to pre-loss condition. Okay. Uh, so we do the reconstruction. We also offer training classes. Um, we are very, very big on uh, offering a lot of information uh, to agents, carriers, adjusters, as well as homeowners. Um, and it could be anything from hoarding uh, to uh, ice dams, just anything that um, individuals insured should be aware of. I know one of the other things that, that can come up is, okay, you guys came out, you did all this work. Mm -hmm. uh, how do I get reimbursed? Do I pay you? How, how do you guys work with the insurance companies? Let's talk to them, the listeners, about that process a little bit. So every individual and every loss or claim is different. Uh, most of us have insurance on our property. Um, the first thing is to obviously always reach out to your carrier um, or your uh, agent that you walk into to pay your bill. Uh, you want to talk to them because uh, it depends on what, uh, how, how large the loss is as well as what your deductible is. And most of us have a deductible of anywhere from 1000 maybe up to $2,500, $3,000. And your loss could maybe only be about 1200 So um, if... We determined that it's actually a small loss. Um, we'll, we will guide you through that process and uh, let you know an approximate of what it's going to cost. So then it's the insured's responsibility and choice to determine if they want to go through insurance or if they want to pay us directly. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now I'm, I'm, it's an emergency, right? Yeah. I've, got, I've got water all over my house. I don't know if I'm covered or not. Yep. You guys come out to the property. What happens? Are you going to start working on it and hope that you get paid or... So when the call comes in, and it is, it's always an emergency, but when the call comes in, our on-call staff is trained to ask certain questions. Um, and sometimes we have to pull that information from them because they might think it's very, very small when in fact it's actually significant. So we try to get as much information as possible. We also ask them who their agent is or their carrier. And then we also let them know when we arrive on site, we have a... Um, it's a document that states that if they do not have coverage, then they have to pay us directly. So before we place any piece of equipment on site, they have to sign a work authorization form. Okay, but I don't have to hand you cash or anything like that. You're going to start working on my property. I'm, I'm in distress and... Um, well, that yes and no. Okay. So most claims, most losses, you do not. However, when groundwater... Uh, people get water, um, you know, uh, we have torrential uh, down, downpours, um, it gets into their basement. 99.9% .9 of the people do not have coverage for groundwater. So the question that we ask the insured or the customer is, is the basement finished or unfinished? Uh, if it's finished, we ask for a $1,500 deposit. If it's unfinished, it will be $500 deposit. Okay. 
So yeah, it'll depend on your coverage. But if you're covered, I don't need to pay you up front. If you guys, are, it's very clear that this is a covered loss. Correct. You guys are going to come out, start doing your work, yep. work with the insurance company to get uh, you know the, the bills in line, and then uh, make sure that you guys get compensated at the end of the day. That's correct. What about like specialists with regards to the different types of materials? I know asbestos can be one of those things that it could be in a property. So do you guys have specialists when it comes to that stuff? Or how do you handle hazardous material like that? So um, a law went into effect, I believe it was January 2018, and it's actually a federal law. So no demo, and when I say demo means demolition, uh, can be performed without having the home or the property tested. So if somebody has a water loss in their home and we have to put drying holes to dry behind the walls or pull off the cove base, which is the base at the bottom of the walls, or even pull up carpeting, unless you can provide us with a survey that says that your home or your property is asbestos free, we have to have it tested. And um, it's unfortunate. Um, a lot of the insured um, are not aware of this. And again, I, I can't uh, emphasize enough to talk to your agents about this. Um, but there is a fee on the low end. It's about $700 to $1,000, but it is covered under your insurance. Okay. Um, if your home was built today and tomorrow you had a fire loss, it will still be tested for asbestos. So what if I had it tested a year ago? Like, is that still good enough? It is. So as long as you can provide us that survey, that documentation, yep. it is. Okay. Um, it's a little bit different at a commercial property. So property management, uh, let's say it's um, a five-story um, property um, and you had a fire there on the first floor a year ago and now we're up on the fourth floor. Well, it's not the same floor. So we have to have that tested unless you have that survey or documentation. How long does the test take? I mean, you're out. I got water all over the place. Can mm -hmm. you test on the spot? So when we come in, um, we stabilize it. Um, and we have somebody on site uh, within hours. And the results will come back within 24 hours or less. So it's actually 24 hours. It's usually 12 hours, but we like to give us the extra 12 hours. So you can't start your demo for another Absolutely day? Absolutely not. Uh, it is significant fines. Yeah. Yes. Huh. They would think that they would make some sort of an exception to the law in an emergency service situation. I, I understand testing. You don't want to be demoing. But in an emergency service situation, I would think you should get a pass. So. I have to work with the lawmakers on this you one. You do, and um, OSHA and everybody is always on site. And, yeah. you know, um, it's again, it's a federal law, and the fines could be to start $100,000 and up for your first offense. Yeah, so we so don't want to do that. We do not want to do that. Let's talk about uh, personal protective equipment and why that's uh, used and, and important. So PPE is what we call it, uh, personal protective equipment. Um, it is a... Uh, a white suit that the, the guys or the technicians wear, and um, it is obviously to protect them. So from anything, anytime we deal with blood, urine, feces, uh, animal droppings, um, anything like that, uh, our technicians must be suited up and also have their, their masks on as well and respirators. Okay. Again, it's, it is a law. Um, if there's any kind of bodily fluids, uh, that stuff has to be um, put into boxes, contained, put in red bags, has to be uh, disposed of properly. And when we say disposed of properly, 
it actually gets brought back to our facility and then we have an incinerating plant that actually comes to our office once or twice a week to take it away and then once it gets incinerated they send us a report wow it's a process it's a very big process um, how about some ways that ARS sets itself apart from other restoration companies? Because you guys aren't the only people out there doing this stuff. No, right? we're not. Um, so, uh, first of all, I think our years in business, uh, 33 plus years, um, uh, again, independently owned, uh, one-stop shop, emergency plus reconstruction. Uh, the areas that we can cover, again, is all of New England. Uh, we have uh, seven offices here in New England. And the good news is, um, this is one of the big things that sets us apart. Um, all of our offices are between an hour to an hour and a half from each other. So the good news is, um, when we have a catastrophic event, we can mobilize our own crews and bring them in. Um, and they're a very short uh, time and distance away. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think you know mobilizing the crews, the twenty four seven, the the access to the equipment, the ability to work with the homeowner. I don't think a lot of people understand. They think they just put a claim in and they get a check, and it's, it's definitely not that easy out there. No. You know, so have your guidance, you know, working with the insurance adjuster to say, hey, like this is why we had to do this, mm -hmm. and and here's why the pricing was the way it was, et cetera. And we work uh, within the insurance uh, standards and in the industry. So we work with a program called Xactimate, and that's what the adjusters work with. And um, it's a program that's that's utilized for losses and claims. And uh, that's how we come up with our figures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that way they get some standardized pricing. So, you know, nobody's yeah. trying to price gouge or anything. It's just this is what it is to do this emergency service. Correct. Yeah. Um, well, listen, we're coming up against the winter uh, and we're also coming up against the end of the show. How about just some, a few quick tips for people to, to prepare their homes for the, for the winter season? Yeah. Um, so it's definitely just not about winter right now. We're in the fall um, and we definitely need to clean those gutters. Um, uh, prepare for ice dams. Um, a lot of people um, unfortunately have to deal with an ice dam, but to be proactive, um, we have this thing that we've been doing for years and we tell everybody about. And the way it works is taking pantyhose, cutting off the body of the pantyhose, getting some calcium chloride, tying those stockings up. So now at this time you have two socks out of one set, one pair of pantyhose, and putting them up in your gutters, uh, three feet apart from each other, and that will minimize or eliminate uh, the ice dams that are going to come. I have never heard of that. But maybe I'm just going to have to try it actually <laughs> nice works great, and, and we tell everybody to uh, do that in November. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, uh, up against the end of the show, ton of great information. If people want more information, want to hire you guys for services, what's the best way to get in touch? So they can call our service uh, at 877-461-1111. Uh, again, that's 877-461-1111. Or they can go to our website at www arsserve.com. Awesome, Lynn. Thanks so much. As always, guys, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any thoughts about uh, buying, selling, investing, or maybe even getting into the real estate world, uh, get your license. We'd love to talk to you. 413-998-7466. I'm Steve Rovithis, and I want to be your real estate resource.